This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by NCIS, the National Crop Insurance Services. America's crop insurance agencies provide individualized protection on more than 311 million acres of farmland. Good Thursday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. The Department of Agriculture is predicting slightly higher corn and soybean prices and record meat production in 2019. USDA Chief Economist Rob Johansson delivered USDA's forecast at the beginning of today's Agricultural Outlook Forum in Arlington, Virginia. Our current expectation for the 2018 net farm income is $66 billion, and that's a long way from the $134 billion that we saw back in 2013. Looking forward over the next 10 years, we know that net farm income, or we expect net farm income, to rise slightly from the current uh, level but uh, we do expect it to remain below $80 billion annually over the next 10 years. He says similar conditions will persist in the ag economy for the coming years. Over the next 10 years, we still expect the general trend to continue of declines in agricultural prices, real prices over the next 10 years, as I mentioned, when you account for inflation. Of course, prices will go up, but in real terms, we expect them to fall. And what does that do to you? Well, essentially, Production is growing faster than global demand. For this year, USDA anticipates a cut in soybean acres and record meat production. For a look at USDA's forecast, check out the story on agripulse.com. After Joe Hansen offered his outlook, the agricultural leaders of U.S., Canada, and Mexico took the stage. Unsurprisingly, the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement was a hot topic in the dialogue. The Section 232 tariffs imposed on imported steel and aluminum are seen as a major hindrance to legislative approval of the agreement in Canada and Mexico. Canadian Ag Minister Lawrence McCauley left little doubt on his stance during his remarks. Being a free free trading nation, we see any tariffs as causing difficulty and economic problems. And of course, as you stated, it will bring to a, a conclusion to a very important trade deal without a question vitally important. We need steel and aluminum tariffs off. Ag Secretary Sonny Perdue signaled agreement to that sentiment in remarks to reporters later. I didn't address the timing at all. I just said we're hopeful and optimistic that the 232 tariffs can be resolved. I think, again, uh, my opinion is resolving the 232 tariff issues between the three countries would probably be great incentive for ratification in all three. Here in the U.S., Purdue said Congress has good incentive to ratify the new agreement. I think the hue and cry from every corner was, first of all, do no harm. I would submit to any member of Congress on the Hill, not only have we done no harm, we have improved uh, this agreement in every sector, including labor, including uh, uh, environmental issues, including biotechnology and uh, and science. I think uh, it is a better agreement I would be willing to debate that point by point, issue by issue with anyone. Purdue encouraged lawmakers to see this agreement as a long-term deal and not a short-term political point. We cannot continue to make these type of international uh, decisions based on uh, elective politics. Purdue said he hoped to see the deal addressed by the summer, a remark that drew some chuckles from the crowd. Finally today, the Trump administration has broken off talks with California on fuel efficiency standards. Last year, the Environmental Protection Agency and National Highway Traffic Safety Administration rolled out an update to standards originally set under the Obama administration. At the time, acting EPA Administrator Andrew Wheeler said he did not want to see two different standards in the country, one for California and one for everywhere else. 
EPA's proposed rule would prevent states from setting different fuel economy standards within their own borders. In a statement today, the White House EPA and Department of Transportation said California regulators failed to put forward a productive alternative to EPA's proposed rule. On Twitter, California Governor Gavin Newsom called the decision a reckless political stunt that puts the health of millions of kids, families, and communities across America at risk. The Trump administration plans to finalize its rule on the matter by the end of the year. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by America's Crop Insurance Industry, which is thankful for the continued support of farmers, commodity organizations, rural businesses, lenders, and lawmakers who are fighting to maintain a strong farm safety net. Providing individualized protection on more than 311 million acres of farmland, crop insurance remains the smartest, most efficient way to secure America's food, fiber, and fuel supply. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting from the Agricultural Outlook Forum in Arlington, Virginia, I'm Spencer Chase.